Hello, everybody. Mike Martin here. Happy Wednesday. So there's another beautiful thing that happens when you stop watching all the TV is that you become a much more independent thinker because now you don't get to hear all the themes that these other folks are speaking about and you have a much more clear head. Now, some of you are saying, well, wait a minute, I get all my ideas from TV. And I'm like, well, that's okay, but that's what investment advisors do, not what traders do, right? Traders are decisive and they're independent thinkers. So one of the things that you might actually be struggling with is that you don't have your own process. And so anything that sounds reasonable coming out of the mouth of someone on TV, and if they're on TV, they have to be experts, right? I'm being facetious. Um, so anyway, back to the story. When you can learn to become a, dec a decisive thinker, right? The good news is that you have less of a need for other people's input. You see? And you've heard me say, I don't really care about other people's opinion. It's not that I'm arrogant, right? I don't have all the answers. But what I do have is clarity. I do have process. And so, you know, if you're just starting out, yeah, it probably seems scary. It probably seems like, well, I don't know where to start. Well, there's, you know, one of your first problems. How do you know if you want, if you don't know where to start, how do you know that you want to trade? Or if you're already running money, how do you know that you want to make this pivot? How do you know that you want to invest or invite, you know, incentive fees into your business, right? How do you know that? If it's just a hunch, that's great, but now you have to go deeper. You have to go do a feasibility study. You have to go think this through. Ask a lot of questions. Chances are you're not going to find it on the TV. And, you know, I don't mean to poo-poo it. I just don't have the time. You know, life is happening, man. Life is engaged, and it's your life. The last thing I want to be doing is sit in front of a TV when there's people to meet, there's things to do, there's new things to learn. You know, I just, I guess I just don't care about the issues that much to have to sit and listen to people blather on about them. Two, I admit I have a lot of disdain for most of the people who are running talk shows. I'm like, what, what, what do you need to run at your own show? Is it special insight? Not really. It has to do more with popularity and marketability. And that doesn't speak to expertise at all. You see? It's, are the people likable? Can we have positive expected value? Can we put these people on the air, have a 30-minute show, of which 21 minutes is going to be content, nine of it at least are going to be commercials, and can we pay this person X amount of dollars for their 21 minutes so that the money that we bring in on the other nine minutes is enough to cover the cost of the show? Now, maybe you don't think of things that way, but that's how my mind works. And two, I don't know, my self-esteem would go in the toilet if I found myself sitting in front of the TV all day listening to what other people think about stuff that I should have expertise in. And so I think the first way, therefore, to, you know, find your way to being independent is to actually do it. Do independence. Cut the cord. Stop asking other people their opinion about stuff and do your own homework. I know it's a lot easier to listen to other people every day and say, oh, they talked about 15 things. I like this one. I'm going to go with it. Well, you might as well go back to Wall Street Bets and subreddit because it's the same thing, just in a different medium right? You need to be able to, 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 to rake through the data, find the things that work, right? And then make a decision. 
because there are trade-offs to be made, right? So let's take an example. Say you watch, what is the show? Is it Kramer's show Mad Money or Fast Money? I always get the Fast Money is the one with all the panelists, right? Who my guess is they're actually paying to be on the show. But Jim has his own show. And he talks about a lot of names, but how do you know which of them to take action? Because if you're only picking the ones that you like, you know, <laughs> then you have a little bit of bias, right? If you're only picking the ones that sound interesting, well, how do you know that those are actually going to prove to be profitable, right? And then those are the same people that write him and say that it's audacious that we followed you and we lost money. Well, what did you think was going to happen? I don't know. I just think the folks that I know that that do very, very well, they might have a casual interest just for discussion points, but even then, that's still investment advising, right? Having a rebuttal to what Kramer or Fast Money says because you know your clients are watching it, so you have to be on your toes. I get that. That's tactical. But that's more about running a business than creating alpha. Creating alpha is about you. And everything that you know and everything that you feel. And then being able to pull it down to its and strip it down and reduce everything to only a handful of steps. If you have 14 steps to your process, it's too busy, right? And if it's that busy, program it on the computer. That's when you know you need, you need to get out of that game and do stuff that's more high-frequency trading or computer programming. So... You know, listen to this because this comes from experience. This isn't random crap. I'm running off the top of my head. I'm actually thinking about people who have actually done this and had these same issues that had to get corrected or addressed. And again, I want to come back and say that your mental health, even if things were great, right? The markets are soaring. Interest rates are low. Money markets were at 5%. The Yankees were winning the foot baseball games, like everything was humming. You know, you still have to be in sharp mental form because the minute you let down your guard or the minute you think it's easy or the minute you think you're onto something, that's when a lot of the pros will tell you they took their biggest hits is when they made a mistake. Or I, I, wanted, I decided that this time there was no chance the market was going to move against me. So instead of actually placing a stop in the market, I used a mental stop. And then, you know, 200 points later, I'm regretful that I didn't put that in. And so you find that you'll, if you become more independent and you become more responsible and you take ownership for everything that you do and everything that you don't do, my opinion is you become more responsible. You have more ownership. You feel like you're more empowered. You can't control the markets, but you can absolutely control your behavior. And when that behavior comes from you looking at data, it comes from looking at data. It does not come from reading barons and trying to harvest trade ideas from a magazine. Again, that's not a trading edge. It's a data source. Um, you know, again... They're all smart people there. I know many of them. But it's just information. Some of it's infotainment, don't forget. It's not there necessarily to help you trade better. It's there to entertain you. And the medium happens to be financial things around trading or investing. Now, put a lot of thought into that. You should absolutely control it because it's your time. 
And if you waste your time, it's on you. So I think that can go. That's honestly the first thing that I would do is if I was struggling is I'd look at my mental health. I'd eliminate the stuff that wasn't working for me and I'd get back to my own sanity. And I would start taking more personal responsibility for the things that are happening in my life. Because that is exactly what I did do. <laughs> and everything got better. It didn't happen overnight, but it happens a lot quicker than you think. You just have to start the process of elimination and moving things around. Two, it's also super healthy. I don't know if it's two, three, four, five at this point. Um, but if it's number two, is get out in nature. Go for a walk. Go to Central Park. Go surfing. Go out on a hike. Go do something to get out of your head. Get away from the markets. Give yourself some time. You know, sometimes the information that you need is right underneath your nose, but you can't see it because your consciousness is not in the right place. And I can't tell you to a name. Everybody that is successful that I know in this business has an outlet, has something to do in their life that's very meaningful for them that has nothing to do with the markets. Now, if you're younger and you're starting out, that probably seems like a scary proposition. She's like, I can't possibly take my eye off the market. Well, why would that be the case? When you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground, why would it matter for you to watch the market in five-minute ticks? What the hell are you looking for? Not to sound that way, but give it some context. What is it that you think you're going to see? Because I thought that way too. And guess what? If you're just looking at the data, it's noise. You don't know noise from signal. And chances are you're not going to figure it out by looking at it in five-minute bars. So when you get away from the market, you can think clearly because you don't have that constant data stream. You can start to think about, well, what is it that I want to do? What are the goals that you want to hit? What kind of What's your target rate of return, right? That's one thing that never gets mentioned about, especially for the retail audience. You know why? Because they don't care about it. And the broker-dealers don't care about what your target return is. They keep selling you features to try to think or get you to think that those are benefits. That's why I say there's no such thing as, as advanced charting packages. Those are just bundles of features and different price points that you have to pay for. But in my opinion, most of those features are not benefits. Hence my saying that there is no such thing as an advanced charting package. And I really try to break it down to see things for the essence of what they are. When you take all the marketing bullshit away, you know, and the people speaking with a low authoritative voice, like, you need this, we're running shit now. No, they're not, right? You don't know anything and you, you, you feel like you're part of a movement. But just like the So's Bandits, those people are going to come and go. Majority of them are going to lose money and they're going to be super bitter. And what do you think is going to happen? You're right. They're going to blame everybody else and say the game is fixed. As opposed to doing what winners do, which is to say, I'm responsible for everything that happens. And I can either get it right or I can you know, try a bunch of stuff without putting a lot of thought into it, get a bunch of random results, and then complain when it doesn't work out my way. That's how 95% of the people go through this. And I've got the emails to prove it. So... When I say cut off the TV, I'm not giving you a command because 
that's not my place to do that. But I'm giving you real life examples of what the people that I know who've done very, very well have done as a group. It's your life, it's your time. And if you're not happy with how things are going, it's really up for you to change it and envision how you want it to be and then manifest it. I've seen people with mediocre talent at best manifest amazing things in their lives because they got clear. And they were able to summon lots of other moving parts and forces to kind of come to work for them as you know top lieutenants, so to speak. And I'm talking emotional intelligence, I'm talking tactics, I'm talking other people and all types of resources that are second and third and fourth derivatives that have come to work for them. And, you know, it's not that far away if you can get clear. If you can get clear about what it is that you want and how do you want this new life for yourself of managing risk to play out for you, I believe fully that you'll get it. I really do. And I've just seen it happen too many times. As far as, you know, trying to copy the greats, right? If you're an art student, one of the things that your teachers are going to have you do is they're going to say, okay, well, what artist do you like? And you'll have to go through a bunch to figure that out. Maybe it's Lichtenstein. Maybe it's Jean-Michel Basquiat. Maybe it's Picasso. Could be Keith Haring. Could be a number of people. And they're going to say, okay, well, fine. You know, one of the ways that you can kind of figure out your own style is to start to copy those things, not to copy them and sign your names to them. That's not the point, but copy that work and see what it feels like. What kind of brushstrokes were they using? What kind of paint? Was it oil? Was it acrylic? Did they use a medium? Um, what's the size of the canvas? Is there texture, right? Did they gesso the thing out to death or put friggin' auto parts, you know, putty on the bottom of it and then stick plates on it like Julian Schnabel did and then paint over it. Like all of that stuff comes from making wild attempts with no boundaries. But then sooner or later, you got to hone it in, right? And you've got to start to cut stuff up. If you look at Picasso, it looked like some of the stuff that he did, he just simply transposed things that he already envisioned in his mind right to the canvas. If you look at something like Basquiat, he was man, he would put a thousand things up on the canvas and then paint over a good chunk of it and add more. Then he'd paint over that and add more until he got it where he wanted it, right? Two very drastically different styles in a lot of ways. And I'm not an art critic by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying that there's a lot of ways to go about to get a similar end result. And I think for the folks that are struggling or that want to change their business from investment advisory to more incentive fee based or add another business division to what they're doing, a lot of it is going to come from removing suboptimal businesses. It's going to come from removing suboptimal data feeds that might not even be data. For example, when you look at the show, their thoughts, for sure, they're someone else's thoughts. But if they don't help you with your trading, then what are you doing it for? And where could you take that time and effort and reallocate it into something else in your life that you could do that would be much more fulfilling?
Because then when you do that, you know, once a quarter, all of a sudden your life seems to change for the, for the benefit and you don't even know why because the moves that you made were not terribly difficult, but you just had to make them. You find that life is good. Your relationships are better. You enjoy being around other people. More importantly, they enjoy being around you. Right? Your trading seems effortless. It's in the groove, right? Clients are showing up. They want you to run money. You're getting unsolicited requests for people to take a look at what they're doing, right? You're in the zone. You can see things happen from several days away, you know? Your intuition is sharp. Your tactics are spot on. You know, that's all stuff that you can manifest. But a lot of times it comes down, you only have so much focus that you can place on any given day. And so my, for, for my, you know, for the folks that I know listen to the show, sometimes it's going to mean cutting stuff away, even if it's comfortable for you. If it's comfortable, it means it's not a threat. And if it's not threatening for you, then why you have it in your life? You should always be challenged to grow. That's what goals are. Goals are growth. And growth can sometimes mean a small bit of discomfort because it's new. And I like to challenge myself, not because I only compete with myself, as you can probably can imagine. I just try to set my own boundaries, my own limitations on myself. And then I rethink those. What are those boundaries for? Who are they protecting? Or what are they protecting in my own brain? And most of the time, there's nothing to necessarily have to protect because it's me and my world. It's, it's about me. It's not about what other people think of me. So I'm constantly challenging myself to, you know, do that. If you're a musician and painting isn't your deal, or creating art, right? Painting could mean drawing. It could mean oil sticks. It could mean, you know, like I said, acrylic paint. It could be chalk. It could be whatever it is that you want to do, right? Um, maybe you play an instrument. Well, fine. You have, um, play the piano, great. There's only a million things that you can do on the piano that in fact are probably a lot easier to do on piano than guitar because of how the keyboard is laid out. So you could choose classical, you could play anything from Elton John, doesn't matter to me. Um, guitar, same thing. You're probably going to sit down and try to copy songs that you like. And that's how you learn your own style. So the same is true, you know, for trading is like, who do you look up to? How are they doing things? And what of it fits for you and your temperament and your personality, right? Because ultimately, you have to get the results. You have to think about what your target rate of return is, right? You don't necessarily need to make a 1,000%. I don't necessarily think that that should be a goal for everybody. Because if you don't need to grow your money, of course, if you can get it, perfect. But there's, you should have a balanced life, is my, is my, is my opinion, so that you have longevity, Sure, if you want to do this for five or ten years, you could probably do it. But I think you're going to have a greater greater level of success the more time you give yourself to grow your money. And you don't need to, you know, join, you know, these crazy competitions all the time just to prove yourself. You're only competing with yourself. That's the issue. That's how I'm defining it anyway. You don't have to worry about how other people are doing. There's always going to be someone who's better than you. At some level, you know, but what trade-offs do they have to make for that, right? And that's where things get more interesting because it's never just a simple thing. So do what's best for you, right? If you feel that you work better under pressure, then by all means, do it. But 
give yourself some love, give yourself some time and find out where is the balance of lifestyle choices, you know, personal life stuff, and then your business stuff. Because my, in my experience, people who have a balance in that and make little bits of progress in each have a much fuller life. They tend to be much happier and they tend to have much more success. People would look at them and think success. It doesn't mean that they're immune from sadness. It doesn't mean that they're immune from being frustrated from time to time. But again, in my experience for the people who I know who were at the upper levels of the business, they deliberately program in their day where and what and why and how to have balance. Because it's not about any one given day, right? It's not about any one given trade, you see? It's about being able to do this over and over and over again, thousands and thousands of times, having a target rate of return in mind, taking the commensurate risk that you would need to get there, and then making sure that you're enjoying the process along the way. That just That's true for the trading process itself and everything that goes into it, but also all the things that you're doing outside of the training, trading that can give your life a lot of meaning. When you get to that spot, to me, that's where you're really humming. Um, anyway, that's what I had to do and a lot of the steps that I had to take to get there. If you, you know, I describe a lot of that actually in the inner voice of trading, and I'm giving the audiobook version of that away for free to help you along with your path. If there's something in there that might help you, then that's kind of what I'm doing it for. The audiobook is free at Martin Chronicle. You can go get it yourself there. And uh, with that, I will see you tomorrow.